Hello, how are you doing today? I trust you're having a great day. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Growing Spiritually with Dewey, a podcast on spiritual growth and development. To my first time listeners, you're welcome. To the returning listeners, welcome back. We are all set for a great time today. Father, we are here again to lay at your feet. Our hearts are hoping to receive from you. We are here to receive light and understanding at the entrance of your word. I pray that no one will remain the same again after today. Thank you for always hearing us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. On this week's episode, I will be speaking on you are not immune to temptation. Yes, you are not immune to temptation. When we think of temptation, we think of being tempted to do big things like um, stealing, murdering, or committing adultery. Committing adultery. But more often than not, we are tempted to be impatient, stingy, jealous, greedy, and several other things that we consider lesser sins. Satan strikes at our points of weakness. Satan strikes at our point of weakness. Temptation is not the issue. Falling into temptation is the deal breaker. Temptation in itself is not a sin. Temptation in itself is not a sin. But what you do while you are tempted is what makes it a sin. Temptation or giving in to temptation has been a serious problem since time immemorial and it is what we will continue to deal with. Sin never looks good. To portray itself as something good, like you're missing out if you're not doing it, you're being alien and all of that, nah. But no, it is not. Temptation is no respecter of persons. It does not respect your fine face. If you are thin, if you think you are immune to temptation, if, if you are thinking that you are immune to temptation, I am here to gladly tell you that you are mistaken. No matter who you are, what you do, you will be tempted. So it is better to know you will be tempted and take it and to live in self-denial that you are immune to temptation and then fall flat in the face of temptation. Let me quickly tell you several things temptation does. Temptation makes sin looks good. It makes sin looks good. Oh, you're having the best time of your life, attractive and all of that. It makes sin looks fun. Temptation makes sin looks harmless, like so harmless. It makes sin look harmless. Temptation brings us to live a low life. That's, that's the truth. It's a given fact. Temptation will package sin for you in such a way that you will begin to think twice. You might just say something like, maybe God didn't really say. If you're beginning to second guess whether God's word is true or not, if you see yourself putting question marks where God has put first please check it. Sin is you. If you're if you're beginning to ask, uh, did God really say? Just like um, Satan came to tempt Eve, 
like did god really say you should not hit then to jesus said if you are the son of god when you begin to second guess god's word if you see yourself putting question marks where god has put full stops please check it seems me every temptation starts with a thought every temptation starts with a thought when you draw so much on that thought you have given it an inch but the funny thing is it won't take the inch you give it will take miles that is why it is a necessity that you counter every thought with word god's word it is a necessity that you counter every thought with god's word you don't counter thoughts with thoughts you counter thoughts with god's word one thing you must understand is that temptation is a continual battle it is not a one-off thing it is not a once and for all thing we must daily overcome temptation we must daily overcome temptation because it will always come you will be tempted to lie tempted to compromise tempted to choose words tempted to police the interest that you have overcome one temptation does not mean another will not come. That you overcome one temptation does not mean another will not come. It will always look for an opportunity to present itself again. It will always look for an opportunity to present itself over and over and over again. Let us look at the temptation of Jesus. If Jesus was tempted, please, who are you not to be tempted? The same power at work in Jesus is at work in us. This also means we will go through a series of temptations. But one thing is sure, we will surely overcome them. We will surely overcome them. God has made a way of escape for us. We will surely overcome them. We will surely overcome them. God has made a way of escape for us. Back to the temptation of Jesus. I am particularly interested in verse 13. It says, When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Amplified classic version says, He left him until another more opportune and favorable time. Another more opportune and favorable time. Notice the Bible did not tell us that it was over. But that he left to come back when an opportunity presents itself for testing. You are tempted once, you overcome the temptation. It is not over. The devil will keep trying and trying and trying until he sees that you fall. Even if you don't, he will still look for another opportunity to come and test you again. As a Christian, you cannot become complacent and believe that because you have overcome temptation before, it is now over. Believe me, you will fall flat if you think like this. You will fall flat into another temptation or into that same temptation. Don't say because you have overcome this kind of temptation before, you are now a pro in this area. <laughs> well done, Sama. Your temptation overcomer. Take heed. Or you think that you're not subject to temptation like others. No. The degree might just be different. The thing is, the society we live in has even made it worse. 
and more comfortable to romance temptation, portraying it as the norm of life. Everywhere you turn to, um, pornography, nude, and all of that are being are being promoted. You turn to the, the media, the billboard, all around you, all around you. You live in a world filled with so many voices, so many noises. Everything is calling at our attention. Everything is calling us. Everything is calling us. But we must not become complacent and sit right in the middle of temptation because we think we are pro-temptation overcomer because oh, I've dealt with this before then this one should be a piece of cake whether you've dealt with it before or not take heed take heed don't lose God let me tell you something there are no super Christians who never fall there are no super Christians who never fall the Bible warns us that those who think won't fall should take heed if you think you won't fall, if you think you have it all together, if you think you have it all figured out, take heed lest you fall. Because temptation is common to us all. We can give in at any time and sometimes not even realizing it. Sometimes not even realizing it. Hence, we should take heed. 1 Corinthians 10, 12-13 Therefore, let anyone who thinks he stand, who feels sure that he has a steadfast mind and is standing firm. Did you get that? Let anyone who thinks he stand, who feels sure that he has a steadfast mind and is standing firm, take heed, take heed, though, lest he fall into sin. We all experience times of testing. Take heed lest you fall. Rudy Butchman says, The wisest man in the Bible fell into sexual sin. The strongest man in the Bible fell into sexual sin. And the godliest man in the Bible fell into sexual sin. He said, For me to think I'm above falling into this sin, is to think that I'm wiser than Solomon, stronger than Samson, and godlier than King David. If you think you won't, you won't fall into this sin, sexual sin, then you, you must think that you are, you are above, like are wiser than Solomon with all the wisdom and all. You are stronger than Samson, and you are godlier than King David. This does not mean we should use this as example or excuse rather. We should use this as excuse to 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 take temptation as something that everything must everyone must fall into. No. But this is just to to let us know that we need to take heed. We cannot be complacent as Christians. If you think you are both sexual sin, take heed lest you fall. If you think you have a steadfast mind and you are standing firm, take heed lest you fall into sin. I repeat, you are not immune to temptation. Don't be complacent. Sexual sin is common. Don't spray in tongues in the face of it. Flee. 
devices flee, run, fly. If you don't flee, <laughs> you will be praying in tongues and caressing. If you don't flee, you will be praying in tongues and unzipping your clothes. <laughs> you will be praying in tongues and unzipping your clothes. Flee. When the Bible said those who think they are strong should take heed, the Bible didn't stop there. But also warns us, also warns those who attempt to help others are falling into sin by saying, Be careful, be careful, watch your steps. Or you too could fall into the very same sin, into the same sin you are trying to help someone out because you've dealt with it before. Be careful lest you fall into the very same sin. Imagine you're trying to help someone out of the world and you fall into that same world yourself. Don't turn yourself into a pro-temptation overcomer. You will fall flat in the face of the same temptation. Don't convince yourself that you're safe and can't be tempted into sin. No. Don't think like that. Dead that thinking. Dead, dead that opinion. If you become overconfident and do not continually to work to stand against the enemy's attack, you will fall. If you become overconfident, overconfident, oh, we, we, we are the pro-temptation overcomer here now. And you do not continually work to stand against the enemy's attack, you will fall. And you know what? Your fall will be mighty. The sun will be like that of a mighty rushing wind. It will be like that of a mighty rushing wind. Don't be over- overconfident in the face of temptation. Flee. You know, there is something called the sin of proximity. The sin of proximity happens when you allow yourself to be enticed to sin by not avoiding events people, places, objects, or anything else that you know, you know will likely stay up with lost thoughts in your mind. That is sin of proximity. When you allow yourself to be enticed by not avoiding events, people, places, or anything else that you know will trigger lost thoughts in your mind, that you know will stay up lost thoughts in your mind, that you know will make you start feeling somehow, make you desire it, make you trigger your heart and all for it. That is the sin of proximity. This is a typical example that supports and even goes overboard with 1 Thessalonians 5.22 that says, flee every appearance of evil. Every appearance of evil, every appearance means you perceive it. You perceive it to make you fall. Like, it's looking like this thing might. Uh, I'm not so sure, but from from the thought, like, fight the thought and flee. Fight the thought and flee. Like, run away. You're not, that's what every appearance of evil is. Is looking like this thing might lead. It's looking like this thing might cause me to sin. From that point, flee. Do 
you don't need to confide. Feel you're wrong. You don't need to confide. When it comes to dealing with thoughts, dealing with temptation and all of that, you can either fight or flee. You can't flee from thoughts in your mind, it is in your mind. You can't say you are leaving your body because of the thoughts that is in your mind. In that case, you fight. You fight the thoughts with God's sword. That's when you fight in the face of temptation. You fight the thoughts with God's sword. Then the other one is flee. Just like the sin of proximity. You flee when you're in a place, when you're with people, when you're in an event that will likely stir lustful thoughts in your mind. You flee. You leave the place. You leave the environment. Don't ever think you can play around the edges of sin without acting it out. Don't be too confident that you can play around the edges of sin without acting it out. Flee. How then do we overcome temptations? How do we overcome temptations? Understand what temptation is and aggressively resist it. Understand what temptation is and aggressively resist it. Don't ignore the warnings. Don't ignore the warnings. You will see the signs coming. Don't be deaf to the warnings. Don't be blind to the warnings. Some will be vapor. Some will be loud. But some will be subtle. Don't ignore the warnings. Don't let pride get in the way that you think of yourself more highly than others. You think of yourself as a pro temptation overcomer and you walk right into it. The third thing, separate yourself from people who could poison your temple. You are the temple of God. Separate yourself from people who have the capacity, people whose behavior and all are poison your temple. Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. He doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. No. No stands in the way of sinners. If you roll with the ungodly and you think they won't influence you, you might be mistaken. You might be mistaken. If you continually roll with them and you think they won't impress you, you are mistaken. Separate yourself from people who could poison your temple. You are the temple of God. Temptation is not a once in a while thing. We deal with it day in and day out. We deal with it every day from the moment you wake up till you go back to sleep. Temptation comes. Some sort you, some might be loud, obvious, non-obvious, but it is to be sensitive. You are aware of what temptation, you understand what temptation is, you understand the consequences, and you are aggressively resisting it. You are aggressively resisting it. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. Don't be complacent. Don't lose guard. Be on guard every day. Don't let your guards down. Don't let your guards down. Temptation, sexual sin has taken the mind. The mighty has fallen from submitting to temptation, from 
light into temptation, into the face of it because they think they are potentation of a karma and they can handle it. Don't complain. Watch your steps. Watch the people you you will run with. Don't ignore the warnings. Don't ignore the warnings. And God simply resist it and bless. Be ruthless about it. Be ruthless about it. Be ruthless about it. The Bible says, there is no temptation that will come in your way that's not that people, that people have not dealt with. But God will surely give us a way of escape. And because God gives us a way of escape does not mean we should not walk right into his because we know that God will surely give us a way of escape. Give yourself sense. Don't be complacent. And so I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. See you next week. Stay blessed and remember you are not immune to temptation.